Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. So last week we started uh, something new, or at least we tried something new, which was Stump the Minister. And if this isn't Stump the Minister today, then I don't know what is. Um, but there were some questions left over, and I, we received some questions on, on that. You know, are you going to ever address those? that you haven't been able to address. And so we thought, well, at least one question could actually be a really good inspiration for a talk. And so let's put this question up. This question was sent in by Andrea, one of our uh, newest members. And Andrea was asking, you know, how can you reach a balance between honoring your humanity and honoring your divinity? Sometimes I feel like I need to spend more time with my human emotions and like I'm dismissing my experience by too quickly approaching it with my I am whole divinity viewpoint. That's a very good question. There's actually three things here that is very important that we learn and understand when it comes to spiritual work, at least according to unity. So how do we find balance. First and foremost, I think most of us would agree that we believe that we are both human and spiritual at the same time, wouldn't you say? Some would even say we are 100% human and 100% spiritual all the time, right? So we're comfortable with that. But how do we actually define spirituality? What does it mean to be spiritual? And I think we would all have a different answer to that. And I'm not saying there is only one right answer, but I'm giving you an answer according to the unity teachings that will help us unpack the question that Andrea is asking here. First and foremost, when we talk about spirit, or spirituality in unity, we talk about what we call infinite potential and possibility. That's exactly how we defined God to be. We don't believe in a God that is somehow still involved in our lives or active separate from our own choices and our own doing, but God simply is and gives us the ability to tap into that infinite potential and possibility. So to be spiritual then means that we are learning to find, whenever we can, that that is the truth in our lives. Whenever we are down on ourselves, we remember that we are an expression of that infinity, of that principle, of that which has no limitation. Because only then can we really say, well, let me stop beating myself up. Let me stop seeing myself as this small thing and have at least faith in 
that at the core, I am divine, I am spirit, an expression at least of that, and therefore, I have the ability to tap into that infinite potential at all times. So to be spiritual is to remember that according to unity. And that is very important to understand when it comes to the question of how can we balance humanity and spirituality? Because when we define being spiritual as remembering that we are infinite potential, then humanity means simply understanding that when we are human, we're just a limitation, a subset, somehow a specifically defined expression of that infinite potential. And that's why we try not to judge, because we all are on that same journey. We're all on, on that journey of becoming that infinite potential as much as we can, and we all do it in different ways. And we all have learned to limit that infinite potential based on our experiences, our upbringing, things that we tell ourselves over many, many years, like, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, those core false beliefs we have. Those are false beliefs because we are good enough, we are lovable, we are worthy. But we keep telling ourselves often at the core that this is not so, and that's clearly a limitation of what we could be. So being spiritual means to remember that, and being human means, which is the second part, the not dismissing part, being human means to understand and to be aware that sometimes we are just falling a little short of our divinity and not be afraid of that, and not deny that, and not try to run away from that, but to simply say, oh, I just made a mistake. Oh, I'm just not what I thought I could be for a moment. Oh, I was just angry at someone, and in the end, I really didn't need to be. The world doesn't stop just because we make mistakes. Being human is natural. Being human is the ups and downs of life. And being spiritual means to remember that there is more for us to learn and to explore. Which brings us really to that I am whole point. The way I understand the question is that when we go through human stuff, to tell ourselves, oh, I am whole, I am spirit, I am love, all these high, high goals doesn't always help, doesn't it? Like when you're right in the middle of it, when you're right in a, like an angry spout or something like that, or in the middle of an argument or something, or you're yelling at the TV because they keep telling you the same thing over and over again, you know, to tell yourself, I am whole and I am spirit, doesn't always work. Why? Because our belief, our faith, has not yet aligned itself 
to knowing that that is the truth. We may tell ourselves that is the truth, which it certainly is, but if our thoughts and feelings and actions are not yet lined up with it, it doesn't have as much power. So then the question is, well, how do we get there? How do we get to be whole? How do we get to the point where we can affirm for ourselves that I am whole and it actually feels true? For most of us, the only way to get there is to be real. And what I mean by that is to be real and honest with ourselves. Not to deny whatever is going on with us, but to simply realize, right now, this is how I feel. Right now, this is what I think. And right now, this is what I do. Not run away from it, not deny it, not ignore it, but just simply say, this is where I'm at. And be okay with that. Learn to be okay with that. And then remember, as soon as we make that statement, and then remember, wait a minute, but I'm not only that. I'm not just that angry little ball of twine that's running around and blaming everyone else but myself. I'm so much more than that. I am whole. I am spirit. I am love. And learn to balance this. Go back and forth and back and forth. Being spiritual doesn't mean to deny what's actually going on with us and keep repeating truths that may not ring true for us yet. Being spiritual means to understand that first and foremost we are human and then remember, but we could also be spiritual and choose differently. So let me give you an example. Anger and fear are two emotions that we most often are not comfortable with owning. And what I mean by that is that when we experience anger or experience fear, our tendency is very quickly to look outside of ourselves and see if there's anything wrong out there, and if there is, then we attribute the anger and the fear to what's out there because we are not yet ready to look at ourselves. What's beneath the anger? What's beneath the fear? What does it mean? And in psychological terms, that is usually called projection. We're projecting our own fears and angers onto other people because we are not ready to deal with them ourselves. It's too painful. It's too hard for us to look at. That's why the Buddhist practice of actually leaning into the anger and leaning into the fear can be very, very difficult because if that fear and anger is connected to something very deep and traumatic, it can be hard for us to look at that. So we are human by understanding that when we are tapping into fear and anger, we are, have a tendency to project it out because we're not ready to deal with it. And it's not a bad thing that we do that, 
but it would be good if we learned to catch it or at least learn to realize, hey, that's actually what I'm doing. I'm not really angry at the TV. I'm not angry at the person I don't even have a relationship with that the, the, the news are talking about. There's something that's happening within me that I am not yet ready to look at. That is what, means, what it means to be human. And there's no judgment around it. There's no reason to change that. But self-awareness, when we want to be spiritual, becomes extremely important. Because without self-awareness, guess what we're doing? We continue to be angry at others and fearful and blame everyone else rather than looking at ourselves, which means that we never develop the humility that we are supposed to develop if we listen to many different teachers, including Jesus Christ, when it comes to his simple commandment or simple statement in the Beatitude, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Because the meek are those who are willing to look at themselves and say, yes, I am scared right now. I am scared to go somewhere. I am scared to tell someone that I actually love them very much. I am scared to forgive someone because they hurt me so much. That is the journey. So in order to find balance, we need to accept that we are human and every single bit, even the thing that we hate most about us. And then to remember, just remember, that's all we need to do. We just need to remember that we're also spiritual. We have that potential in us. And finally, I want to address the I am whole thing. Because in many um, New Age work and books, and some of them are wonderful. Others um, certainly give us truths that are powerful. Sometimes I believe spiritual work is simplified a little bit too much. It's sold to us as something that we can do a couple of times and then all our problems are over, right? And as long as we have enough money to pay for that, we're all going to be good. There's stuff out there certainly like that, but unfortunately, at least in my experience, um, most of us will have to do a little bit more work than that. And statements like, I am whole, I am love, I am God, I am spirit, they're all true. But if we don't believe it, if we don't have conviction yet that that is the truth, it's not going to be very useful to us, at least not right now. Instead, we have to make it a little bit more useful. And the way we make it more useful is by using spiritual tools such as the 12 powers. In unity, we have 12 powers that are very distinct, like faith and love, imagination, understanding, wisdom, and so on. And that gives us some guidance. So
So when we are in a situation when we are projecting our anger and frustration onto other people, or we're realizing that we're projecting our own fears that we have onto a TV set or a movie or a situation in our lives, we can then look at ourselves and say, wait a minute, what is going on with me? And rather than trying to affirm that, oh, I am whole, I may see, well, I don't feel very much loved right now. I've been in a relationship for 20, 30, 40 years, and it just doesn't crackle as much any, as, anymore as it was in the beginning. I used to have a, a great community of friends, but the pandemic has split us all up. I've gotten lonely. I no longer have the relationship I used to have. So I'm lacking a little bit of love, a little bit of compassion. And if I'm really true to myself, I also lack a little bit of faith that it will all, it ever come back to the way it was. Now we can start working with it. Because now we're not trying to affirm something that we don't really believe in, but we are actually starting to identify what's going on with us. That's humility. I lack faith that our community will ever get back to how it was before. I don't feel as much loved as I used to, and I miss that. Those are truth statements. Those are statements as a human being that we need to learn to be able to make without crumbling and without being afraid of doing so. And then we can say, what I remember, that I am divine. And because I'm divine, I have access to this power of love, one of those 12 powers, the power that's represented by the Apostle John, the power that I feel when I wear something with the color pink, the power that is resonating just at the back of my heart. I remember that I have access to that power, and because that power is divine, it must be infinite in potential, and because it is infinite in potential, there's nothing ever that will limit that power for me except myself. So I can remember that and say, I am choosing to focus on my power of love and remember that I am divine and that that love, that infinite love, that God love is available to me all the time, in any moment, wherever I am, and I am using it. That is what it means to be human, not running away from who we are, and to be spiritual, to remember who we truly are at the same time. When it comes to powers, there's one more thing that usually is just taught in the 12 powers class that Unity offers. But for today, I thought it might be worthwhile understanding that. We use the power of love, which we all use 
all the time. Right now, every one of us is using the power of love. Maybe not consciously, but we are using it. We are expressing the power of love right now. There's no way around it. We cannot help it but to express the power of love. And we can express that love either in an overdeveloped way or in an underdeveloped way. And what we actually seek is to express it in a perfectly balanced way. Overdeveloped is like fatal attraction. Ever seen that movie? <laughs> right? Blind love, fatal attraction still scares the heck out of me, right? What was it? Who was it? Glenn Close? Yeah. Glenn Close, right? Scary, scary, scary. That's really overdeveloped love. Love over the top, right? It just, just beyond belief. And that's what we sometimes do, too, is we take something that can be so beautiful and we're just, we're just throwing everything at it. Or then underdeveloped love. No love at all. Shut down. Ever been shut down before in your life? Right? Where we take away the love that we have from someone. We remind ourselves, we, we tell ourselves right now, I am not loving you right now. Ever done that before? I certainly have. Not just with partners, romantic partners, but, you know, even more often with colleagues and friends and, you know, where I just, oh, I'm not going to call you right now. <laughs> because you irk me. <laughs> That's just taking away a little bit from that love. And again, that's human. That's being human. Let's not run away from it. Let's lean into it. Let's understand what we're doing. And then remember, wait a minute. I'm fatal attraction right now. Maybe I can tone it down a little bit, right? Or, you know, to be honest, I could be a little bit more loving and kind. Let's see if I can tap into that divine love that's available to me at all times. It never goes away. And just bring it up a little bit more. That is the power that we have. That's why in unity we don't pray to a God and have God take care of it because then we don't know whether or not it will ever happen. That's why in unity we pray to the God within, to that infinite potential, so that we are reminding ourselves that we all have the ability to step into our own responsibility and start being the love, the faith, the imagination, the life, the zeal, whatever power you may use that we think we want to be. It's a beautiful thing, what we can do. It's a powerful thing. And unfortunately, I'm still very much at the very beginning, sometimes it seems, of that spiritual journey myself where throughout the day I know there's ways of, uh, of where I'm limiting myself. I'm not extending as much love as I could, where I forget that I'm actually spiritual and I have that ability to just tone it up or tone it down a little bit more.
right? And I think you may all relate to that as well. So to be balanced, both human and spiritual, means to be real, honest, and humble, and never forget who and what we truly are. And I can barely wait to get out of this costume. <laughs> so let us take that and pause and move into our meditation. invite you to relax with your body and mind and heart for a moment. And just take a couple of deep breaths at your own pace. And I just want you to sit for a moment and just Allow the silence to be part of who and what you are. Allow the peace that passes all understanding to come forth within you. Remember that meditation is a calm and contemplative form of prayer. It is a way not to demand, but to remember and realize. Meditation is about mindfulness, about allowing ourselves to be. And we often choose to close our eyes just to turn within and be with ourselves for a moment. How perfect is it that we get to be both. We get to be human and spiritual at the same time. And we not only get to be half human and three-quarters spiritual or whatever fraction you choose, we get to be fully human and fully divine at the same time. What a gift. In meditation, we remember. We remember the truth of who and what we are. And we not only remember the limitations we put on ourselves, no, we, we remember much more than that. We remember how it used to be 
how it used to be to be in love for the first time. We remember what it means to be kind. We remember what it means to have no judgment whatsoever and open our arms to people that we may not even know and invite them into our hearts and minds without any preconceived ideas. What a concept. In meditation, we remember. But we not only remember as we come together and meditate as a community, we not only come together to remember but to claim that what we remember is a reality right here and right now. So whatever the highest love we may have ever given to anyone, however long that may have been passed, we bring that love into this moment right now. No matter how long it was when we were kind, truly kind, randomly kind to someone, we take that kindness and bring it into existence right here and right now. We find beauty in this moment. We find a compassionate heart and mind. But above all of that, we may only remember one thing, but a very important thing. That the grace of God has never been and will never be and is not right now outside of ourselves. Instead, the great of God, grace of God, is who and what we truly are. We are God grace itself. We gracefully walk this earth. As long as we remember and claim what is truth right now, we'll always be able to change ourselves and inspire others to do the same. And together, in meditation and otherwise, We came here today and will come together over and over again to bring about peace on this earth for good. So let us be grateful for 
the many roles we play in our lives. All of which are designed for us to wake up and to remember that we are not only human, but also spiritual. Let us be grateful and allow a movement of thanksgiving to rush through our hearts and minds in perfect harmony, perfect balance, right here, right now, as we close for today in perfect gratitude. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org. 